Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about life's big stories, from breakups and breakdowns to icky secrets and happy endings. It's the stuff that makes us human. I'm your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. I'd be really grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review because it basically means more people can find the podcast. And I also absolutely love hearing from you, so please do contact me through Instagram at mumsdays, M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S, with any of your stories um, and any thoughts you might have on the episode or any questions. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After. It's me, Hannah. We're back and I've brought Katie back. Hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. Yes, we've had a little break. We have. It's exactly two months to the day, to the day, since I was last in recording podcasts. Yeah. I know it's not in terms of when we actually had the last one come out, but yeah, two months off and... I can't say. I feel like I've had a break. (laughs) (laughs) No. I've also taken a break from my other stuff that I do for work as well. And uh, I don't feel like I've had a break either, really. So I feel like we're doing rest wrong. Yep. (laughs) But we can cover that um, shortly. Uh, How's the last two months been? Yeah, it's been okay. Um, We've had Christmas, so that was a thing. That takes up loads of time and effort, doesn't it? Mm. So that's annoying, but nice, I guess. God, that's really negative. I know, we've, we were like, <laughs> we need to come back in with like back to school, new year energy. And we're both like, oh God, I don't feel like I've had a rest. I know, and I don't. But also I do feel a lot better than before the new year. Because I like, I prefer to just get all of that stuff out of the way and then when it, once it gets to January it's getting lighter all the time outside and yeah. we're approaching spring and the snowdrops have come and it's a good time of year actually so I do feel okay about it I just haven't had like an amazing two months off shall yeah we say. like we didn't go to a desert island and drink out of coconuts no and <laughs> rest on a beach and read loads of books but we had my mum always says like a change is as good as a rest yeah yeah it's not but you know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so um but it's nice to be back it is lovely to be back and we've got some really exciting guests coming on Uh we do so next week we've got dr alka patel and um, I'm very excited about this because we're talking about burnout. Yes. Which is the reason I wanted to break in the first place. I was like, if I don't take a rest, I felt like something was going to snap in my head. Yeah. And if I'm honest, like coming back in a few days ago, I was like, oh, I still feel like that. So um, there's got to be something else. <laughs> You can't yeah. just stop everything. Yeah. Like, there needs to be something else. So I really feel very strongly that Dr. Alka can help us because I know that she experienced severe burnout to the point where she was hospitalised and she's completely transformed her life. Her <clears throat> biological age is 30 years younger than she is. Yeah. So I'm like, I need 
taking time out is clearly not the answer because I don't feel rested. So there must be something that we need to do consistently day to day that will make a difference to how we feel. Yeah. I also think it's about how you spend your time, isn't it? Yeah, like mindfully taking time off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to understand how to rest. Yeah. <laughs> and so do you, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, what is it I actually need to do? Mm-hmm. But like, because napping during the day just means that I'd sleep badly at night, that kind of thing. So that's not the solution. Yeah, I, I feel like I um, spent two weeks watching this morning which was lovely. I enjoyed my um, daytime. Yeah, I I actually really did. (laughs) (laughs) But also, like, I feel like I could have done better stuff to make myself feel more nourished and um, well-rested and, like, um, taking care of my mind better during that time. You know, it wasn't exactly the most riveting of activities. Mm. Um, And so I don't know whether it's actually really done me all that good. Interesting. But you did also do something else during that time. Did I? <laughs> yeah, Katie. You got yourself a oh, fucking yes. job. <laughs> I did do that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Forgotten about that. Um, yeah. That's so left we... to your own devices, you just go off on one and get a job. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> um, when I was telling Natalie about this, she was like, well, um, this is what happens when I let you have holiday time. <laughs> exactly how I feel um that was yeah. the highest noise I've ever made it was good really high pitched I, I mean I'm thrilled for you and I'm re- I am really happy and I yeah, hope that you. you have lots of fun mm-hmm. and it's what you wanted and okay. you feel settled so you definitely have done stuff and I think yeah it wasn't like it was intentional to do it then um but maybe, you know, taking a holiday so that you can look for a new job. Although that's not really what I did. It just they just happened to go inside. Um, but it's not the most restful of activities, I suppose, is it, trying to find a new job. Going so. for an interview and things like that. Yeah. But the fact it happens so quickly and easily, I, in my mind, you know how I like a bit of universe shizzle. Definitely. And like, if it's easy and it flows, then it's right. Yeah. And I, I, I shouldn't say this, I guess, because I'll curse it, but that... I tend to have that sort of luck with things. If I'm like, right, okay, that's when I'm going to do it, put the good good feelings out into the universe, then mm. it does work for me. Yeah. Um, it's like you've given yourself permission to get that thing. Because yeah. you did feel for a little while that you were maybe stuck in a certain role. Definitely. From a career point of view. Yeah, this is really good for me because um, I guess like I'm going back into the business world. Um, which is something I've been a little bit out of for a while. Um, and I think it's going to be good for my self-esteem. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like it's a good, this is a good move for me. Good. Mm. Although I will miss deeply working with you, of course. Of course. So, yeah, Katie normally helps me um, produce a podcast. And, uh, yeah, so she can't do it anymore. Yeah, but I'll still come on. You could still come and talk to me. Yeah. Better do. Mm-hmm. No, I will. <laughs> yeah. Need to update you with things. (laughs) To everybody on the internet, not just you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There'll be people listening to this that were like, oh my God, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't worry. How will I know how her dating's going? Yeah. You'll still get kept up to date with um, the minutiae of my life. 
good. Mm. So after Dr. Elka, mm -hmm. we've then got, is it Renext? Yeah. Talking about um, <clears throat> how to spot red flags in relationships, mm -hmm. which is going to be amazing. So she's working with teenage uh, girls mm -hmm. uh, and boys, I believe, mm -hmm. but specifically girls um, is the campaign to help educate people like prevention is better than cure right definitely to avoid getting into abusive relationships so that's cool because mm, be we amazing. spot red flags all over the place don't we yeah and it's something that i'm trying to be much more mindful of actually um mm -hmm. i've been having a bit of a bad time in the dating world i suppose yeah um and i've had some negative experiences that have like totally put me off it so Trusting my gut and knowing how to spot red flags is definitely something that I want to learn more about. Yeah, and being, because I think we just, I don't know whether it's a naivety or something's changed. But I do feel like I'm, I'm learning this stuff now as opposed to back in the day when it would have, I don't know, you just would have avoided some of the awful growing up stuff I guess yeah I know well like it's all education that's like pretty essential isn't it that mm. we that we just didn't have when we were kids so yeah and I do still feel like there's a glamorized thing around having challenging relationships yeah that's gotta hurt all that kind of stuff so I'm really excited to talk to her and the work that she's doing so she's an ex-police officer as well so she's mm. got a huge background in basically aiding women when they're at crisis point mm -hmm. and for her she wanted to go back to you know the beginning and educate people that way which so I think that's awesome and I'm looking forward to speaking to her mm. and then we've got Sophie on yes great and she's talking about well it's She's like a bit different to us, isn't she? She's yeah. the, there's lots of different attachment styles. Both you and I are more anxious. I'm kind of both. Are you anxious avoidant? Yeah. So I'm anxious, which means I'll go into a relationship and be like, please love me, please love me, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. You're standoffish and anxious. Yes. So <laughs> anxious avoidant. So <laughs> you'll me. avoid people, but also want them to, Love you. Yes. And then Sophie is more of the, um, I guess, avoidant. I don't know if that's fair. It might just be she's got actual boundaries. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. She understands how to do relationships. But she took a long time between her previous relationship to finding the person that she's with now. So she's sort of talking about um, being comfortable being single, finding your identity. Uh, and then also how to honor that once you do find the right person yeah mm -hmm. and how to continue to do all the things that you did for yourself as a single person once you've actually found the love of your life yeah which i think is really important yeah mm. which leads me nicely onto something i've been doing actually katie oh yes go on i've fallen in love <laughs> oh how nice <laughs> tell us about that well, I can't say too much because he'll kill me, but um, we'll call him the fireman. Great, <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, I love how they've all got names. This is so wonderful. <laughs> um, 
But you know how uh, we've talked about relationship ethics quite a few times. Yes. There's Claire Venus was the first person we talked to about it. So we'll mm-hmm. dig out that episode in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to Amber about being on a dating ban. So I decided that's what I needed to do. I need to take a break, break some old cycles, some of this anxious attachment style, focus on what I need. Bloody hell, it was fascinating. Being yeah. single is actually was very uncomfortable and difficult for me. And it was very linked to my cycle. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that week before um, I ovulate, my body was like, you need male attention. <laughs> Otherwise you don't count. Mm. And it's just basically your body being like, oh, you're meant to be getting pregnant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find mine very cyclical is the word, isn't it? But my body doesn't necessarily I don't have any concept of when I'm menstruating because I don't um so I, d- I never know what it's related to but I'm, d- I'm definitely up and down in my neediness yeah. <laughs> for men yeah it's very it was fascinating to see that and observe it and be like no you don't mm. um but yes yeah, so I I made friends with somebody organically mm. through a shared interest of going in the sea I don't know if I've mentioned it <laughs> yeah. um, and we just started friending which I think is great like it's so nice to get to know somebody before there's any sort of romantic um, I don't know I w- the word I want to use is stigma <laughs> obviously romance isn't always stigmatised is it but like once you have made a com- made the declaration there's a certain pattern you're meant to follow I guess yeah. of like oh right so now we're meant to kiss and now we're meant to do this and now we're meant to have sex and it speeds everything up yeah which I think um is where dating apps make it tricky because mm-hmm. you haven't got that time to get to know someone because you already feel under pressure yeah and it's like we both know what we're here for like, Let's just snog already. Yeah. Like, how Let's find about out if we, we like don't. each other. Yeah. But but that's the mo- more important thing to find out whether you like each other as friends first. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we had um, lots of nice walking dates and just hanging out. And at the time, I was like, I'm on a relationship ban. Mm. Um. And then I just reached a point where I was like, Oh, oh I don't need to anymore. Mm. This is just something I've imposed on myself. The rules, the rules of getting in the sea every day, the rule that I'm not going to um, date anyone. Mm-hmm. But I'd written out all my relationship ethics. So mm-hmm. I was able to look back at them and be like, "Does is he what I was looking for? Yeah. And I'd specifically put, how will I know if I've met him? Mm. Like, how will I know? And... I don't know if it's okay to say online, but basically I said, (laughs) I'll tell you anyway. (laughs) I said, um, I will feel safe and excited. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I do feel like that. Yeah. And was one of them must be firemen. (laughs) Well, do you know what's weird about that? Mm. Is um, I've talked about it in the fairy tale episode, but I had a fear of fire. Like a chronic fear of fire to the point where in my head it was like an intrusive thought that I was going to get trapped in a fire with the kids Mm -hmm. and we wouldn't be able to get out and I wouldn't be able to save them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I was like, oh, it's so fascinating that he's actually a fireman. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Although, yeah. like, metaphorically, yeah. he's obviously, you know, never want to touch wood, never want to be stuck in any fires and him to have to save me. But from a, a place in my head, because the fire was only ever in my head. Yeah. He can come and be the balm to that. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, how yeah, nice. He's absolutely the best. Oh, aren't we happy for her? How oh, nice. Mm. <laughs> he's got a massive ginger dog. <laughs> he's actually russet gold right yeah I'm pleased you said dog <laughs> Katie I know silly <laughs> you're silly so yeah interesting year to come lots of changes uh-huh. and I feel like obviously the break we took has meant that loads of changes have come about yeah I feel like they might not have happened if we hadn't taken time off. No, I think you're right. And I don't know, I just feel like this is going to be a year of change a little bit. Um, I kind of like hate to fit into the yearly cycle like everything's meant to, you know, like it's like you can start new things and you can um, change yourself anytime. It doesn't have to be January, you know, but also it is a nice time to get a bit of a fire and to do that sort of stuff, isn't it? I'm not there yet. No. I feel like we're, well, I'm because of what I do now with all the yoga and the people that I hang out with, my cycle's much more tied to the Chinese New Year. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> and um, we're coming to the end of, like, rabbit water year, which is lots of, like, deep diving, going deep. Things are happening really fast. Mm. But it's tough. Mm. Like when you go deep in your own shadows, mm. it's not fun. Mm. And there's been a lot of that. And now we're moving into dragon, yeah. Oh, nice. And it's, so it was water, mm. and now we're into wood, which mm-hmm. is the energy of like doing, being, like getting on with stuff. Mm, I like that. And it's a dragon. Like dragons are fierce. Yeah. As fuck. <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have that energy behind us. Yeah, I like So I feel that. like I'm just wringing out the last of the things that needed to die. And, um, you know, the last year was the year that I, my divorce finally came through. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. ended. Mm-hmm. There was a few other big, horrible things that happened in the middle. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, process that. Mm-hmm. Now we're ready to sow the seeds wood energy is also spring so it's like life is bursting yes so this year could be pretty massive for everybody and we're all going to be busy doing 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 mm-hmm. that's good i like i like that um energetic moving forward stuff yeah. you know yeah like if you felt stuck this should be a time that we start to feel unstuck mm. But um, so Jambo's advice, Jambo, who was on the podcast a while ago, (laughs) Katie's like writing all these things down, must link to Jambo. Um, He was telling us about how um, you have to be careful when the energy is like this to make sure you stay grounded. Yeah. Don't get overwhelmed. Yeah. And I bet it's easy to like get ahead of yourself as well. Or feel like everybody's doing because everybody is going to be super busy. You need to stay in your lane. Mm. St- stay focused on what's really important to you. And what you focus on is the thing that's going to explode. So if you're focusing on negatives, mm. that's going to explode. <laughs> so focus on. So for me, it's writing the book. Mm-hmm. 
making sure that my coaching package, so for like divorcees, um, people uh, wanting to get into sobriety, that kind of thing, make sure that package is ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it should hopefully take off, but I need to not get distracted by shiny objects, which you know I'm <laughs> prone to do. You I'm do like, oh, I should be doing this and I should be doing that, but it's like, no. This is what I need to focus on this year. Mm-hmm. And if I do, that dragon energy should be epic. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's good. And you're focusing on being a businesswoman. <laughs> I am, yeah. Um, I know. It's sort of like um, I've had, I've sort of felt like I needed to do something about my work situation for a little while now. Um, actually, since I'd, I've been single, um, like I think. I have a tendency in the back of my head, and we've talked about this before, to just think, well, maybe a man will come along and then mm. finance won't be an issue anymore. But no, I've decided, like... And I never, I've never, i never relied solely on a man's income either. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But um, it's, it's not that big of a step for me to be um, prioritising my financial needs. But... Um, that's what I've decided I'm going to do now. There's no there's no thought in the back of my head going, well, maybe I'll just meet a man and be rich anyway. It's like, it's up to me now. And Stepping into queen yeah, energy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm doing. You've yeah. grieved your maiden. Mm-hmm. And now you're like doing it for yourself. Yeah. And so like now, I feel like now that, that problem's kind of ticked off a little bit. It is making some space in my head to worry about other things. But... Um, you in know, a pro- positive, proactive way. No. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm worried about I'm worried about romance and dating. You know, like. Oh, I, are you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, um, I just I had a negative experience with dating before Christmas, and um, it's put me off going on the apps. It's put me off like um putting myself out there and making my like you know how we you say like you've got to make the universe aware that you're available, um and put that kind of energy out there like I don't want to do that you don't need to do it on the apps no that's no you don't no but like um, I just feel I feel very closed off at the minute it's made me feel a bit closed off Um, and is that okay can you nurture I guess it is fine yeah I guess it is for now I'd be like that's okay I'm going to take some time to get set up in my new job and get my house the way that I want it and Mm -hmm. You're right. That is the focus. You do not need a man. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, and, and I, I bet he that. works with you anyway. Do you think? You're going to meet him through this job. I think that's why mm. it's happened. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. It's going to be organic. Yeah. Watch this space, An orgasmic. Is it right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, I think we've got to the end of my list. Good. Oh, no. Yeah. We're, the other one was... Um, so we've spoken to Sophie and then we're going to speak to Dan. Yes. Dan's coming on yes. to talk about his journey in recovery and how he... Because the big thing about the book I'm writing is mm-hmm. trying to work out... There's a lot around addiction. And mm-hmm. I believe mm, you can be addicted to lots of different things. Uh, obviously, I've quit drinking. But I also think I was addicted to the drama within mm-hmm. my old relationship and then that pattern kind of continued on and it was a bit of a sabotage for me. 
yeah. of like searching for this, the massive highs and lows that you can get in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like it's all worth it, the lows, because the highs are so incredible and in so intense. Mm-hmm. And actually you don't have to live on a roller coaster and it's not great for your body. No. But recognizing that mm-hmm. is one thing. And then it's also understanding why the fuck you did it in the first place. Like, why yeah. am I searching for that? Mm-hmm. And um, I really resonated with Dan's story because he just is so honest about why he felt that he ended up drinking in the first place. And it's like filling this void of not being enough yeah, and not feeling like you belong. Mm. And for him, it was, you know, racial abuse and stuff like that that sent him down... Um, a path that ended up well you'll hear the story it's pretty intense yeah but the amazing thing is he was at such a low and now he's recovering and it has been for five years it's an amazing story yeah yeah so yeah it's that whole understanding why we do certain things that is really interesting to me at the moment and hopefully this book will be finished soon. Yay. And then, um, yeah. It's really good, everybody. You're in for a treat. You've only read the first bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Mm. So, yeah. Well, you are on the episode in a few weeks' time with Sophie. I am, yes. I'm on that one, too. Talking um, about dating. Dating. And then, okay. Get you back in again soon, I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, don't be like that. So sad. <laughs> no, honestly, thank you so much for everything you've done. This podcast wouldn't even be a podcast if it weren't for you. So, oh, well, it's been an absolute pleasure to be part of it, and mm. I will, I will continue on. You guys won't notice a difference, so don't worry. <laughs> they might when there's no podcast being put up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be good. I'm excited for both of us. Yeah. I feel like we kind of developed a bit of a codependent relationship. Definitely. Where I was like, <laughs> don't ever leave me. <laughs> You're like, uh, yes, I have to. Yeah, no, I do now. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll manage. Yeah, My inner maiden will cope. Mm-hmm. It will. Well, good luck. Yeah, we'll catch up you. soon. Okay. Talk Thanks, soon. Katie. Bye. Bye. All right, then. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. It would be wonderful if you could leave a review and subscribe. And of course, if you have a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do pass it on. For anything else, you can get in touch with me either through Instagram at Mumsdays or my website, mumsdays.com. 